In this episode, we are doing listener feedback. We're addressing some awesome stuff that you guys sent into us. So stay tuned. Hey, Jay, it's time for some listener feedback. Yeah. <laughs> so we are really lucky in mm. that the feedback coming in, like emails, Instagram messages, TikTok messages, has jumped way up. Like, <laughs> it has. Yes. It used to be something that was manageable for us to, when I say us, I mean you, right. to reply to. Right. It, it, we can't get to everybody now. Which is so nice, but also we're sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm still going to try my hardest, um, but it might be really delayed. That's what's happening mm-hmm. is that it's they're, they're coming in. The messages are coming in so frequently yeah. that um, I'm always like, okay, I'll get to these. Yeah. And then they just come in so fast that it ends up being like a month later or two yes. months later. Yes. Um, so, so please, please, please still keep writing to us. I mean, I'm reading every single one of them. Yes. And then I'm sharing them with you. Yes. So they're getting to us, but it's just um, the volume. The volume has increased. Right. Which we are so grateful for. And the most recent one we got was, do you still not have any sponsors? It's time for that to change. And I was like, damn yes. right. Yes. Damn right. Come on, guys. <laughs> We're doing this all by ourselves, man. <laughs> like people are picking up that that it's picking up. Yeah, I mean, especially like when we saw our number, like end of year numbers. Like, right. I feel like our backs hurt from carrying Spotify. I mean, really, Spotify. <laughs> we were in like your top five percent of things. Like, why aren't we getting? I don't know. We got to figure out how to get this. It doesn't matter. But we love our listeners, mm. and so we like to answer stuff. So we tried to pick some feedback and some things that I think everyone would benefit from hearing. Yeah, or just some follow-ups. Like, we've had some controversial episodes. Wait, what? (laughs) So so maybe some of you are listening and like, how pissed off were certain people about this episode or that episode? Mm, Yes. Some people were pissed off. I mean, there's some that I expect in the occasionally... There's one we're going to talk about Mm. that pissed people off that I was not expecting. Yes. So we'll talk about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, where should we start? Well, I mean... Maybe let's talk about the Dr. No episode. Okay. Because, I mean, I think that's a no-brainer that people are going to be mad. Yes. I was expecting that. Yeah. Just like the Doreen Virtue episode. Just like the Rachel Hollis episode. I think the part... First of all, we are both fine with people disagreeing with us. Yes. Like... That's the whole point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, so much so that, like, if people are too agreeable, agreeable with me, I'm like, all right, but can we find something that we could, like, really discuss? Right. Well, I mean... It's like walking the walk. We're yeah. this is a podcast that has evolved yes. to being very much about like accountability. Yes. And you know, working with authenticity and integrity and, mm-hmm. and questioning things. Yes. In so, our own field. In our own field. <laughs> things our, that we do. In our own work. Yes. Our own modalities. Yes. So like if our listeners aren't questioning Yes. Then it makes me want it makes me wonder if we have the right audience. And I always want our listeners like I, I really appreciate that they trust us. Right. I still want them to question us. Yeah, and they do. And a lot most people are just are very like kind. Yes. And thoughtful about it. Yes. Well that's that's like a perfect segue into the <laughs> fact that there is this listen, the people are gonna disagree or say silly things on social media or in a angry email. Right. That's fine. But there is this one specific way, and it was really evident in the Dr. No episode. It was also very evident in the Doreen Virtue episode. And the Grabavoy. In the Grabavoy episode, where it's this like 
really evident that they haven't actually listened to the episode or any of it. One. At best, they skimmed it. Like, yes. They like fast forwarded through a bunch of it. Yeah. And I still question whether they yeah, put that much that, effort that's, in. I mean, I think that's being generous to them. I agree. And then they also just automatically are mad because it's someone that they feel is on their like quote unquote side. side. Right. Whether it's politically, which was like the Dr. No thing. I was feeling a lot of like political. I mean, there was definitely that like crunchy white supremacy pipeline people coming after us. They were pushing back. I was ready for them. Yep. Um, but it like one person was commenting on TikTok and they were like, well, we have to criticize people on the left too. And I was, I just felt like that was such a, a giveaway right. of their thinking because right. I agree. You obviously don't listen. Yeah, right. And and it has nothing to do with being on the right or the left. Correct. It has everything to do with spreading lies and, and hurting people and creating a toxic environment and putting people in danger. Exactly. I don't care what side, quote unquote, side, side you're on. You're on. I, you know I'm done with the sides. I hate, I, it's just, it's ruining everything. I can't right. stand it. But it's just so evident there's a certain way people get mad and i'm like you're not thinking for yourself well that's the thing you can tell that the responses are very much canned like it's the same reply that they're commenting on everyone's every liberal woke liberals tiktok like you can tell that these are the responses they come at and they just spam people with them yes and it's hard because you know they're not critically thinking you know they're repeating something or they choose to like personally attack me mm-hmm. i mean i think i was the one who did the tiktok so it was I'm it was saying you. me but yeah. it's us that they're attacking right. right and it's like wait a minute like first of all right the insults to my intelligence i find hilarious because <laughs> you have done no research search sir right and i have done a lot right and you didn't even bother listening to my research exactly it's just it's just really interesting to me and i think it speaks to like if you hear about somebody that you like, like we both liked Dr. Northrop. Yes. We both had her mm-hmm. book. I purchased her deck of cards for you. We figured that out after the episode. I know. I know. After it aired, I was going through like, I was looking for some like on my bookshelf somewhere. Yeah. Looking for a book for something. And then yeah. that deck came up and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Heather got this for me years ago. Yeah. So listen, we liked her. Yeah. In the episode, we talked about like being grateful for a lot of the work that she did. And how a lot of it still applies. Like her work and her books pre like pipeline, pre loss of sanity. The real like anti-COVID stuff, I would say. Yeah. When she just went completely off the rails. Right. Like that stuff. If you read those books that are, I mean, at this rate, what, they're 20 years old at right. this rate, but you read those books about women's bodies and, and menopause, yeah, they still apply. It's great work. You just have to know who you're reading so that you then don't get her latest work thinking, exactly. thinking it's going to be the same. Exactly. Or do you purchase that book because she's getting the money from it? Exactly. So maybe get it from the library. Okay. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Supporting a library right. is great anyways, but and yeah. she's not getting the money. Exactly. Exactly. Or, or just find someone who has a copy. I right. bet you know someone with a copy. Not me. Well. But yeah, someone does. <laughs> you got rid of your copy. I did. And I In hid protest, mine. right? Yeah. My, I still have mine, but I hid it so no one would know I had it. <laughs> Except I just told everyone I do. Right. So it's just a matter of coming back to the critical thinking that we're yeah. always talking about, right? Yeah. And I think that I get 
the only part that I take personal is the insinuation that I just don't like someone or we just don't like someone mm. and we just, without any research, decided to right. say bad things about them. Right. That is the part that I don't like. And it's just really evident that you didn't do any research. Right. I think the majority of the feedback we got about Dr. No was people like, are you kidding me? Yes. They did not know she went off no. the deep end. Nope. So I'm And really... they were grateful that we had brought it up to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know that you had a conversation with someone in person about like, wait, but I like her. And you're like, yeah, I do too. But this is what happened. And like those conversations are exactly why we did the episode. Exactly. Because what if you're somewhere and you're like, oh, let me start listening to what she has to say. Exactly. No, don't listen to that. No. Yikes. Exactly. Yikes. I mean, and a couple people, we talked about Tony Robbins in the Mm. NLP episode. Yep. A A lot of people were surprised. Yes. People who... Especially you. No, me. Were like, what? <laughs> right. Because they know how much I adore Tony right. Robbins. Right. But I think it's just further evidence that like you have to question everything that everybody does. Well, that actually gives us more credibility because most people just get so attached to yeah. their beliefs. But if you say that you have a problem with Tony Robbins, yeah, then people are actually going to take it seriously. Right. Because of how... How much I love How much him. you loved him and how much you respected him. Yeah. I um, mean, I, Tony, the offer still stands. <laughs> I'll, I'll help you out of this jam. Right. Exactly. You can come on the podcast mm-hmm. with your deep, gravelly voice and, and talk to us. But it, it, I think it's beyond those things, too. And it's that, like, whatever you are learning, like, right. if, it's, if it's Reiki, if it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, reading stuff that Dr. No, Dr. Northrop has, like, if it's going to Tony Robbins seminars mm-hmm. to be intuitive truly right you are going to look for what parts of this work for me and what don't mm-hmm. what sits right with me and what doesn't it should never be this is full on exactly how i'm going to do it right ever exactly. and th- this is how i'm going to do it forever and i'm, and I'm never <laughs> changing it yes i'm never going to adjust it or reevaluate it or look at look back at it yes and i i think that this can be hard for intuitive people yes because naturally your intuition tells you to critically think about everything because it runs everything through how does that feel? How does that feel? How does that feel? Right. But then you're kind of taught, like think about being in school and if you grew up in a religion like mm-hmm. we did, like you're kind of taught that 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 questioning part is wrong. Right. And that like that's a flaw in you. Mm-hmm. But actually it's not a flaw in you. And yeah, every time something rubs you funny, is it bad? No. no. But it's worth exploring. It's worth looking further into. Exactly. And so learning to take that back and pay attention, I think is really important. Agreed. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. What's our next one? Well, maybe we talk, maybe we segue into the neurodiversity episode. Okay. The I know one, you wanted to talk about this one. I mean, this one made me the most angry the feedback from this one it was frustrating yeah and yeah. I, I have like a soapbox to go on at some point about it okay that <laughs> might be it might literally be its own episode it could be yeah, yeah. So what i'll what i'll first say is that the majority of people the like vast majority of people really sent us really excellent feedback on that episode and right. i'm so proud of that episode yeah like people felt like we talked about neurodiversity and intuition yeah and people a lot of people wrote and commented that it made them feel seen. Yes. That it made it helped them understand their kids. Yes. And themselves more. Yes, and it it validated for a lot of people that you 
intuition and neurodiversity, though they may go together and mm-hmm. often do, are yep. two separate things. Right. Like we were we were really trying to address the fact that there's this kind of TikTok trend that it's like you're not mm-hmm. intuitive, you're just autistic or you just have ADHD or it's just a trauma response. Yeah, then it w- Yes, then when the episode came out. Yes. It was that it was a trauma response. Yes. Now, currently, yes. I see so much yeah on TikTok about how people are literally like shunning their own intuition. It's it scares and, me. It, same and like only ascribing their ability to perceive things through their autism. Yeah, through a neurodiverse. Their, yeah, and uh, mostly what I see diagnosis. is autism, sometimes yeah. it's ADHD. Yes. <laughs> it's such a it it's such a layered conversation and it it's is. it's obviously like also like a hot it is hot button topic. I mean people are very sensitive about it in in every different direction. Yes, and th- that's fine. I right. I'm glad it's being discussed. Right. And you can listen to the episode, guys, because we we explain it and go mm-hmm. all into it. But intuition is its own thing. Everyone is intuitive, right? And ev- it, it's its own spectrum, right? And you cannot dismiss neurodiversity by calling it intuition, and you cannot dismiss your intuition by I, calling it neurodiversity. Exactly. And so we talk a lot about that. We talk about how certain kinds of um, intuitive intuition and like whatever your clairs are, mm-hmm. are going to line up more with how schools want you to learn. We talked right. about all of this. Right. So a lot of what people are saying are they're thinking that like, oh, I'm, I'm actually not a quote unquote psychic. Right. It's just that I'm aut- autistic and it right. just really shows that they don't know what intuition is. Right. Which is tough. So that episode addressed that. Now, in addition, <laughs> we both, Generally, we we said without saying that our or with saying we said that our kids are neurodiverse. Our families, and that, I said my family. Yeah, <laughs> I said my husband and my kids mm-hmm. all have neurodiversity. Mm-hmm. We then didn't very specifically explain all of them and say which one it was for the protection of our children because they don't need us naming exactly their diagnoses to everyone. Correct. So we also talked about how a lot of women are not diagnosed. Which is what's fueling this TikTok trend. Yes. Because so many women are undiagnosed. And that's awful. Yes. I mean, I think that we probably both fit into that category, to be honest with you. But I'm not assuming, and neither of us claimed it, we talked about that element. Correct. And so we sort of, we did all this, we talked about how the school systems are only teaching to like certain learning styles and Mm -hmm. how that lines up with Claire's and intuition. And we talked all about that stuff. Yep. What I didn't see coming was the, it started with one person, Mm -hmm. this very angry thing of like saying we were being dismissive to autism specifically. Yes. Which is very ironic because one of us happens to know a lot about autism. (laughs) Yeah, we do. You can read into that however you want. Yeah, absolutely. So, and then there was like, so that was addressed. Mm -hmm. That we were very, very much attacked. It was not addressed nicely. Yeah, it was on social media. Yeah, so it's it was on like, Instagram. It felt it's still there. We didn't yeah, delete it. You can or go anything. find it. Yeah, I mean, it felt like it, it. It felt like it was in public on purpose. Yeah, and it was. It was like someone was looking to be angry, right. and the biggest anger was that you and I didn't have the right to talk about it because you and I, they were assuming, are not autistic. Right. So. The thing that, first of all, the episode was not about autism. No, it wasn't. It was about neurodiversity. neurodiversity. Right. Second of all, 
you ha- you cannot gatekeep this stuff from mothers. Correct. Maybe I don't have a diagnosis, mm-hmm. or maybe you don't have a diagnosis, but our kids do. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about it. Right. And the amount of other mothers who appreciated it well, because far outweighs well, this. Because we're but... the caretakers. Mothers are, and parents, not just moms, dads, everyone. Absolutely. Every, every parent. Uh-huh. You know, if you're parenting well, yeah. you're the advocate for your child, whether yes. they're neurotypical or neurodiverse. Yes. And so to say that I can't speak on ADHD or mm-hmm. any other learning disability or mm-hmm. anything like that, learning differences, yep. it's, it's unfounded because it's actually like my job. Yeah. I actually like, do it all day, every day like to try to fight for my kids. As my kid's guardian, yeah. it's literally has become pretty much yeah. what, like almost a full-time job. The amount of hours yes. you and I put in. Especially you, but yes. And you. Well, yeah, but I'm just For advocating for our kids. Yeah. So that they're, you know, they get the accommodations that they need. They get the support that they need. I mean, we, I said to you, like, maybe I should go to school for this. Right. Maybe exactly. I should go get a degree because. Right. And I wasn't kidding. No, I know. <laughs> because it's like so, you have to fight so hard and you have to know so much. And right. you, it's like, and every kid is different. And, mm-hmm. you know, just because they have a diagnosis doesn't mean that there's a one set plan for right. them. And so that was what we were talking about. And so to be attacked right. for showing up to that conversation as parents. Right. That's what really bugged me. And so there was a person who you and I both know in real life yep. who like jumped on this attack. Like we had smoothed it over yep. on Instagram with this attacker yep. and to the place that we were at a good place. I, yeah. We were ready to like, just sort of like wipe our hands of it. And then this person jumped in and like reignited it and yep. backed them up. And I was like, they know that person knows that we both have kids right. that are neurodiverse. And so it was really <laughs> right. That was like hurtful, yeah. And like there, you can't tell somebody who's um, a parent fighting and advocating for their kid that they're not allowed to talk about it. Exactly, because that's exactly who should be talking about it. Right. What am I going to do? Have my kid come on? Like what? Right. And also, you can't you can't say that we can't say mm-hmm. that we don't have any of these diagnoses no. when you're talking about. Women in general, uh-huh. people of color, mm-hmm. who are, it's now statistically proven that we're all underdiagnosed, underrepresentative. Yep. yep. You know, every diagnosis is about like a white man. All the medical books are written about white men and how they present in white male bodies. Exactly right. Right? Like, yep. you don't even look at women's like reproductive organs. We're like 40 years behind on oh like menopause and perimenopause. Yep. Like, we don't even have like data on that stuff. Right. Yeah. So, it's also, I get that like people with autism get to speak for themselves. Absolutely. I'm, I will advocate for that all day, every yep. day. Yeah. But if we have a population of people who where a large portion of it is undiagnosed. Yeah. And now we're seeing that people are self-diagnosing or going to their doctors and demanding a diagnosis. Yeah. Who's to say like what anyone's experience is? So well said. Also, so well said. also, let me point out the privilege that it requires to get a diagnosis, because okay. as someone who's had to pay out of pocket mm-hmm. for a neuropsych eval for my kids to find out what their learning differences were, mm-hmm. it's literally thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. If you want to get the official 
diagnosis from a neuropsychologist to tell you what's going on, mm-hmm. the the amount of privilege that it takes to get that, which you and I have. Yeah, it takes. But it didn't make money, it wasn't and easy. It takes time. It's payment plans yes. and finding the right doctor that will work with you. Yep. It's it's such a load to bear. Yes. But to say that, you know, well, you can't talk about that because you don't have that assumes a ton of privilege. It assumes a ton of privilege and it it takes away the voice of mothers who are struggling right. to find the right resource. Right. Like if I have a resource that I think someone else could use, I want you to have it. I'll right. shout it as loud as I can. Mm-hmm. And please, God, send me your resource. Like, yeah, it's really, really difficult out there. Yep. So. I think it just really struck a chord with both of us that yep. it was sort of like, no, you're not, you're not allowed to be in this conversation. Exactly. And I think had we been more specific and told you exactly what our kids had, right? Maybe it would have been different. But the fact that you wouldn't think we would respect our kids' privacy, right, is also weird. And our kids aren't even like what you would call like a, a severe diagnosis no. or anything. I mean, I don't know what the right word is to call it, but right. like, you know, our kids are really lucky. They're they're not yeah. in tough spots, right? For the most part. You right. know what I mean? Yes. But like, it doesn't mean that there aren't battles that, that that we're fighting for them every day, that they're fighting, that kids mm-hmm. all over the globe are fighting every day because they're stuck in these systems I agree. that are telling them to learn in this one way and their brains don't do it. And the angle that we took in the episode was in the place that we are experts in. Right. Which is how it connects to intuition. And how it connects to the patriarchy. And how it connects to the patriarchy and how the patriarchy has created a system mm-hmm. where kids who are neurodivergent have so much more trouble thriving. Right. That's what we talked about. We are experts in those things. Yep. We also happen to be experts in the specific neurodiverse things that our kids have. Yeah. Well, so, that's how they get them. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. That's why they have a diagnosis. Right. Yes. So, and obviously there's genetic stuff. There's genetic components. I also want to say to sort of the other side of it. Yeah. I, I see people going on TikTok and hearing like a few traits of like right. autism or ADHD and saying like, oh, I have it. Right. And then kind of going out and talking about it in a way that's like sort of hurtful to people who like have a diagnosis and struggle in a different way with it. Yes. I see that. Yes. I remember... Very specifically, like like with OCD in particular, there was oh, a little yes, while where it was yes. really trendy to say you had OCD yeah. and people actually diagnosed with like OCD because right. that's obsessive compulsive disorder. Like it's, it's hurting your life. You don't just have some tendencies in it. You have the disorder and people were joking about it. I get that. Yeah, that's frustrating. So I can see how that would apply in some situations with talking about neurodiversity. Right. That must be frustrating too. Right. But that's not what we did. That's not what we were doing. So it's it's just, it's a tough spot for me. Of all the things that people got mad about, that one has always bothered me the most. I know it has. Yeah. Because it, it, it isn't that we ever go into something without so much thought mm-hmm. and so much like advocacy for the topic. Right. So to, to sort of have, I know it was just a couple people. Right. It was literally two people. Yeah. But it, it's still, every once in a while in the middle of the night, I wake up and I'm like, I could say this about it too. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Well, and it was that it was on a pub. They didn't say like in a DM. No. Hey, like uh, these are my thoughts. It was, you know, a public comment, which is fine. Yeah. But it was a big, huge dissertation. It was like, you it know. It was an attack. It was a lot of how dare you. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's not a discussion. No. And 
I'm sorry, you cannot gatekeep stuff from parents who are out there struggling and fighting. Right. They need so much support. support. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'll stand up for parents of neurodiverse kids all right. day long. And I just want to say before we wrap this up that back to the TikTok part, I think we I would love to make it clear that the Venn diagram mm-hmm. of people that are intuitive and the people that are neurodiverse yeah. has a huge overlap. Yes, but the two are not the same yes. thing. I'm not we are not saying, oh, you're not neurodiverse neurodiverse you're just intuitive we're saying the opposite we're saying the opposite yeah. you're probably both yes but they're not the same thing and we even in that episode described the difference between empathy and intuition yes which is another spectrum right and so i think people who tend to be very far down the intuitive spectrum mm-hmm. and very far down the empathic spe- spectrum mm-hmm. have more trouble getting a correct diagnosis on things because right. they're so far into those places. Like, yep. they're so affected by those things. Yep. So the two run parallel. Agreed. They are not the same. You don't have one or the other. Right. You can have both. You can have a little of one, none yes. of another, a lot. Right. Like, it, it, they, don't, they don't overlap in the way people think. I just wouldn't want someone to disregard their own intuition because Never. they've been told, oh, it's just your ADHD. Yeah. Or it's just your, intu- your autism. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want you to lose... Yeah your connection to your intuition yeah because you were you were told by someone else that it it doesn't exist or it's not real or exactly it's whatever. and your intuition your intuition is your emotions exactly there are other elements to it yes of right. course we have many episodes on that yep but to say oh it's i don't actually have emotions right. i just have a, a neurodiverse diagnosis doesn't make any sense exactly so that's what we're clarifying yep i'll get over it eventually <laughs> But maybe we should take a break while I take deep breaths and then we'll come right back and talk some more. Let's do that. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki. So I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. You know what goes great with podcast listening? A great cup of coffee from a great coffee shop. Yep. Beans roasted in-house. Amazing baristas. You know where I'm talking about. Restoration coffee. Can we go? Yes. I need an Americano and maybe a panini too. Ooh. I need blueberry maple latte and probably a resto bowl. Yeah, check them out and visit restoration-coffee.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. All right, Heather. For today's Obsessed segment. Yeah. We're bringing it back to our original Obsessed segment. Which is Britney Spears. No way! <laughs> oh my God, this is so funny. So Jamie wouldn't tell me what the obsessed was. And I was like, it's Britney Spears. And she was like, like, no, it's no. Like, I was so silly for thinking that. It is because I'm sure you want to tell the class. I do want to tell the class. Something's wrong, man. Something's off. Oh. But listen, I have, to, I have to do like an aside. Okay. In that I do this diabolical thing to Jamie on TikTok. <laughs> and she's fully aware I do it, but it always works. <laughs> Because if I'll send her stuff like about Tara Reed, who's also not well. Oh no, she, we need she, we need to help her too. Yeah, yeah. But like I start sneaking them in, <laughs> like with Britney. I just like there'll be a bunch of other ones, and then I'll sneak a Britney one in. Yes. I won't comment. I won't say a single no. thing, and then I'll sneak another one. I'll find like the really good ones. Yes. And then eventually you're like, what is happening with Britney Spears? And then I'll be like, something's wrong with Britney, and you're like, I know. I've been waiting to send you all of these. I know. And then yeah. I'm like. Here's 25 more. Okay, so the first thing that I want to address is something that people do before Mm -hmm. I describe what's going on. Okay. Where when you have a celebrity that you love, Mm -hmm. you don't want to accept sometimes like a truth about them. Yes, absolutely. I I will name someone that I know you love very much as an example. Oh. Tupac. Oh, yeah. Like, people thinking he's still alive or whatever. Oh, right. Right? Yes. Because yes. people don't want to accept. Listen, don't Do send... I have a Tupac shirt on right now? Probably. I do. do <laughs> she does. I do. Can confirm. <laughs> Under her hoodie is Tupac hands yes. praying. People don't want him to be gone. Yeah. Right. So I get or Elvis. That. Elvis, they want, you right. know, he's supposedly in Home Alone. Did you hear that one? What? In the background. Yeah. Oh, no. At the I'll airport have to go watch scene. It again. Okay, I'll send you that okay, one. Okay, great. <laughs> Listen, you know I love a conspiracy. You know I love to look further into stuff. I think that happens a lot with with celebrities. Right. Do I think it's happening with Britney? Maybe. Okay. Do I think there's something very wrong? Absolutely. Well, because I'm making you talk about it now because there's a whole like segment of people on TikTok that think she's dead. Yes. I I don't think she's dead. I don't think she's dead either. But I don't think she's ever been free. You think? Yeah. Really? So I'm going... Would you like me to cite my main reason? Yeah. It's a real reliable source (laughs) named Lance Bass. Oh, really? From NSYNC. I would consider him to be reliable. He said that since she's been freed, he has still not been able to get in touch with her. Really? And they were really good friends. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So you think she's still, she's not legally under their conservatorship, but you think that people are still controlling her? Absolutely. No. I don't, 
Tell me, okay, you know that I have been obsessed with Britney for a long time. Yes. Okay, since the dawn of... Literally why there's this obsessed segment, because... Because I am obsessed. We wanted to talk about it, but we were like, this doesn't apply to the (laughs) topic of the podcast. There's love for Britney, yeah. And we just wanted to talk about it quickly. Yeah. You're you're telling me to wrap it up. No, 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 I'm saying that's how this started. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, so, remember back before she was supposedly freed... With the Free Britney movement. Yep. I would send you her Instagrams. Yes. Saying this is not a well person. This yes. is not, this person's not okay. Why would they parade her around like this? Right. She's unwell. Yeah. The Instagrams are not any different now. No, they have not improved. The wedding was the fakest looking thing I've ever seen True. in my life. Agreed. Agreed. If, if Drew Barrymore, who was the only person I, opinion I would trust that was there, maybe Selena, mm. would say anything, yep. I might listen. Right. But none of them are saying a single thing. No, they're not. Where is, like, all the people who knew her before? Right. No, who was at her wedding other than, like, rando celebrities that maybe have the same management company? Mm. Good point. I don't know. If you knew... That somebody was suffering under being under a microscope, being controlled. Mm-hmm. And you thought, like, what would they do once they got free? Do you think it would be make very strange Instagrams? Yes. I think that they would hide. Yeah, I think so. I think someone's forcing her to do this. I, I mean, we can tell that there's old footage. Right. We don't see her live. Have you seen a paparazzi photo of her? No, like out and about. No, never. No. I don't trust this husband of hers mm-hmm. at all. That's what everyone's saying. I mean, we know he has a green screen room. He bragged about it. True. I'm just and, saying something's wrong here, guys. And that's the point about the critical thinking that we're always talking about is yeah. that I remember hearing on the radio, like on national radio in my car on the way home one day, people talking after the conservatorship ended. like. Yeah. What's wrong with Britney? Her, she's still a train wreck. Yeah. Her Instagram is crazy. Like, yeah. why isn't she better? And rather than like taking one step further in that thought pattern would yeah. be like, well, then something is still wrong. They Thank then, you. Yes. They then make it that like, that she sucks. They yeah. make it about her, that mm-hmm. she's still a train wreck. She's a terrible mom. Yeah. You know, not, and no one will take it the step further except for you. It's like... <laughs> Why would someone be behaving like that? Oh, because they're not in charge. That someone wants them to look like that. Yeah. And I also think she's trying to let us know something's wrong. Yes. Especially with her post about how much she loved her sister. Yes. So on Britney's own birthday, she did this whole post about how much she loved her sister and posted pictures of her sister and promoted something her sister's doing. Yeah. And if you know anything... About Miss Britney Spears. Yeah. You know that her and her sister do not get along. No. She says that her sister's part of the reason she was trapped for right. so long. She she was part of the conservatorship. Right. And she made money off she of it. She made Britney. money off it. Yeah. She received payments. So that happened. Mm-hmm. And then there was all these creepy posts from her. Mm-hmm. And then she her Instagram kept getting deleted. Yes. And then there was a post from her saying like, oh, I just accidentally deleted it. And I'm like, it's really hard to actually delete your whole Instagram. Yeah, it is. No one does that by accident. No. And then the thing that... I'll just wrap it up with this. Okay. Because I could could talk for 100 <laughs> years about it. <clears throat> the thing that really bothers me is... Do you remember when they released like the audio of Britney speaking in court on yes. her own behalf? Yes. 
and how well-spoken she was. Yes. And the tone in her voice mm-hmm. and how that was a very clear, mm-hmm. cognizant, with it person. Yeah. Where's she? Right. Had you just said to me, well, she's still, she's still struggling, then I would be like, okay, but there is a moment of clarity there. Yes. So if she's medicated and not well, which is what it looks like, like she's very heavily medicated when she's on doing those little videos. Yep. What happened? Exactly. Why? Right. Why is she not in a hospital? I don't know. I don't know. Brittany, call me. Yeah, let us know. Email the podcast. All right, before we go further with this, I asked Jamie during the break if my voice sounded funny, and you admitted it's very deep today. It just sounds a little... I didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> yes, you did. I said it's a little deeper than normal. Okay, so I... <laughs> I asked, she said it very nicely because I wasn't sure if I should address it. I had COVID last week. That's why we had to do the replays. That's why you had a shadow work replay, but you right. all needed help with shadow work. I could tell. Uh, people love that episode. I we know. replayed it, I think, twice now and people love it. I know. So we're back and my voice is a little deep and I'm a little stuffed up still, but... My voice is always deep, so that's fine. I do think that, I don't know if those phone sex lines are still around, but I do feel like I could do like a good smoky voice right now. Yeah. So maybe I'll consider a little, maybe they could sponsor us. I say sex work (laughs) is real work. So if you want to do that, you do it. Hey, 1-800 numbers. Give us a call. Sponsor us. We'll do an ad. We'll do, we'll do a, we'll do a little. Yes. I'll do a little thing. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So. The rest of this feedback that we have, we have, yeah. a, we have a few small points and then yeah. we have one big one that we want to talk about. Yes. Um, that I thought was such a great point I wanted to bring up for everybody to hear. Agreed. Um, I just wanted to address a couple things. We've been, we've had questions recently about uh-huh. show notes. Oh yeah. We don't have them anymore. No. Sorry about that. No. Uh, the problem is that people start, some people start in the middle and the end. Some people find us and start at the beginning. Yes. And we used to talk about find our show notes at our old website. Yes. We also have a newer website. We have a new website yeah. that we didn't carry the show notes over with. Yes. Most of what we talk about, we put on TikTok or Instagram. Or Instagram. Yes. So, um, I mean, you can obviously reach out to us if you have questions about something. Yes. Um, if you want to create show notes for us, that's great. A lot, like, there's not a lot of like... I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I really appreciate that people like it so much they want like a transcript of what we say. Yes. That's awesome. We get asked for that. Someone has asked, someone asked for transcripts to the shadow work episode. Yeah. Because they wanted to go back and reread it. Right. What I, a compliment. Such a compliment. So it, it's so appreciated, but yeah. we do not have it. Um, right. If we do get picked up and someone sponsors us and wants to create them for us, we'll make sure that we have that as a uh, resource for you guys. True, true. Um, also at one point we asked for episode ideas yes. and people were really great about submitting them. Yes. So we're putting them all on the board. If oh, I, yeah. if I don't write back and say thank you and acknowledge it, know that I've read it and yeah. they'll be paid attention to. We very much want to bring you guys topics that you want you to want hear. hear about. Yes. So right. Continue to send. Exactly. Um, and then I hope she doesn't mind me saying her name, but this, um, woman, Julia emailed us mm-hmm. and she was just giving us feedback. Yeah. And she was very nice. It wasn't yes. mean feedback. Um, it was just on the Enneagram episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you haven't heard that episode, Heather and I both talk about how we have a hard time having like a number one 
yes. number, right? Like we couldn't. We don't fit in any categories ever, including right. Enneagram. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um, she just said she wanted to provide some feedback on the difficulty we had with finding our primary type. And isn't she like certified in Enneagram? I, She's I think, like an expert. I think, I think. so. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, the way she wrote about it certainly sounds yeah, like she, she is. She knows what she's talking about. So I just wanted to share it with you all yes. because I think probably a lot of people have this problem. Absolutely. Right? Um, she said, there's quite a lot of nuance to the Enneagram and it's difficult to adequately describe all possible presentations for each number with a few keywords. Excellent point. Makes sense. The best way to determine your primary type is to take the three strongest top, the sorry, the strongest top three results Mm -hmm. from a test that you might take and then look at each type's core fear and core motivation and see which resonates with you. No matter what number your behaviors might match, your core motivation is always the same. I thought that was a good point. Basically in a very smart way saying, why don't you guys use your your intuition intuition a little more? Exactly. Right. Very smart. Yes. Um, there are more tips and tricks, um, to trying it yourself, but, um, but she just wanted to check in about this one. She was happy to provide more feedback if we had questions. I love um, that. That's I it really, was really helpful. I love that kind of feedback. And it was just a very nice way to yeah, be like, hey, not be like, hey, dummies, why can't you find your primary Enneagram type? Like that's, a, yeah. I'm not, I'm not right. here for that. I'm not listening to it. Yeah. You, the, I know in the first sentence. Yeah. Whether or not I like your energy. I mean, I wish they were nice <laughs> enough to call us dummies. That would be like nice compared to what they do call us. But exactly. yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this is lovely. This is what we want. This is what we ask yeah. for. Like, hey, if you know something we don't or you have a tip, right. send it. That I mean, that's what we say in the episodes. And we really we mean say, it. like, yeah. if you have any if you have yes. any thoughts or ideas or, or, or tips or tricks, let us know. I mean that's yeah. we want that. That's a really helpful tip. Yeah. And I think Everyone who did Enneagram, whether you knew your number right away or not, your primary, go back and use that and see if that helps. Yep. All right. And so this email I want to talk about was incredible. It was incredible. It was great. And it it was really long. So I'm not going to read the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And again, it was someone like giving us feedback in a very constructive way. I really appreciated this email. 100%. Yeah. Okay. 100%. So... It was sent, and I got I got her permission. Yeah. But it was sent by a woman who's um, a Jamaican American, mm-hmm. um, and she had some thoughts about the way we were presenting. Well, j- she asked that we widen our scope mm-hmm. um, beyond the U.S. when it comes to discussing societal problems, mm-hmm. right? Which I which I get, and that actually makes a lot of sense because yeah. we have listeners from everywhere. Someone last night emailed from down under. How lucky are we? It's incredible. Yes. So. So that, that was the beginning. Uh-huh. And she said that we hone in on how patriarchy manifests in the U.S., mm-hmm. but sometimes it's, we speak as if it's, not, if it's only a problem in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and not outside of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, want to address that part real quick? Yeah. I, first of all, that could be true. I don't think it's ever our intention to, to try to sound like it's only a problem in the U.S. I think right. we're more coming from the point of we don't want to speak for other countries when right. we are two middle-class white American women. Right. But I, I do think that I do appreciate the feedback of like, maybe it comes off that way and that we could explain that better. Like we're the only ones that are suffering from this problem. Absolutely. Right. And she, yes. and she says that like the, you know, the world, most of the world has been colonized. 
absolutely by white people so it's not just a problem in yes. america and i 100%. feel like we we do address that yep but i do i can definitely think of like sound bites in my head of like addressing something very specific and mm-hmm. maybe not also you know like we said in this episode about the right. you know all of the pagan stuff like we we talk a lot about colonization there and we definitely want to come at it from a place of like stay in our lane which which then leads to the point that she said, I'm sure you're aware that Americans uh, of Americans being known for only knowing and caring about yourselves. Mm-hmm. I know you know better, but sometimes it doesn't sound that way. Mm. So I think sometimes us trying to stay in our lane, not talk about issues that don't apply to us yeah. um, or that like aren't our place to speak on. Yeah. We then sound like selfish Americans. I get that. I do too. I totally get that. And I I think we do a good job doing episodes. Like we did a whole episode on Ukraine Mm -hmm. and Russia. Like we, we, in specific episodes, I think we do a good job. Right. In maybe offhanded things about the patriarchy. Right. And how that affects things. I can definitely see that that could be a bit of a blind spot where we need to be a little more inclusive in the language we're using. I just hate the idea of being someone who would try to speak for the world or or presume they know things and be like this is a problem right all over the place and i don't actually know that to me that's another like dumb american stereotype right like which i think is valid a lot of times that americans try to speak for the world and we also work in an industry with so much cultural appropriation and so many Mm. people not looking at that and seeing that that i think sometimes when you try to go so far the other way yes that maybe you go a little too far exactly yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But she said she said it so kindly and nicely that like hundred yeah. percent. I I absolutely hear what absolutely. she's saying on that. Absolutely. And then we skip down a little bit, and it said that that we often focus on cishet white men being uh-huh. the main, if not only, benefactors of patriarchy. Yes. I'd like to clarify that I think they are the benefactors. They're also the perpetrators. Yes. Right. I mean, we all perpetrate patriarchy and white supremacy because we've been taught to do that. And we talk about, especially in the episode about Anita Hill, about like the proximity. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But But then she's saying as a woman from a predominantly black country, that the black men in those countries, they're the benefactors of the patriarchy. Yep. Because they're the men in positions of power. Absolutely. Where it's harder in America to be a black male in a position of power. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But I don't live in a predominantly black black country. So this is where it gets hard. Right. Because the email, she goes on to very eloquently and kindly Mm -hmm. say that we should be talking about how black men benefit from the patriarchy. Right. It's very much an invitation to to speak about it. Yes. Which Which I, I appreciate. I can't even explain how much I appreciate mm-hmm. that somebody would respect us enough right. and value our opinion enough to say, could you speak about this? Yes. That it it's so flattering, yep. honestly. Yep. But at the same time, right. I, it's not, it would not be right for us to talk about that. I, I don't feel as if two white women right. should go out and, and talk about how black men need to do better in their connection to patriarchy. Well, because we've earned our credibility with her as a listener yeah she's listened to our episodes and she trusts us and trusts us to safely speak on it Mm -hmm. but if you're someone else who hasn't listened and and this is the first thing you hear from us yeah if i heard if i as a white woman yeah heard two white women talking yeah about black men and what they need to do yeah 
or or people of any color. Yeah. I would tell them to shut the fuck up. See, I would not listen to that podcast. No, I would not. Yeah. It would I would think that they were completely out of line. Agreed. Because we because I wouldn't know yeah. whether or not I could trust them mm-hmm. to be speaking on that subject. I agree. And we don't have the lived ex- life experience. Mm. We can read about it. We do. We both educate ourselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But that doesn't give, that's not a, a place that we should be speaking right. about that. We should, I would love. Maybe we could have someone. I was just going to say, I would love to be able to ha- use our platform to mm-hmm. give more black women, women of color, a voice in, in bringing that up. Yes. I would love to do that or to promote somebody else's podcast where they're doing that and to say like, listen here. Yes. But it, it we are not experts in this. No. And there there's too much history of white women thinking that they can come in and talk about this and taking the spot yep. of a very, of many very deserving black women who should be speaking about it and exactly. are speaking about yeah, it, but exactly. aren't, and aren't getting the, aren't getting the so chance. I would just like to say, I, I would love to have the resources to be able to bring people on Yes, and to say, could you speak on this topic? And yes. just you and I listen and learn and right. ask questions. Right. That is something I would love and something I agree with this woman. Like if we could bring it in that way, mm-hmm. I would love to do that. I do think that we could do more of just saying small bits. Like she said that we could acknowledge more frequently, like, you know, in other com- countries, predominantly black countries, you're going to find that the black men yeah. benefit from pat- patriarchy. We could easily say that. Absolutely. That's definitely a blind spot for us. Absolutely. But to speak on it, like to do a whole episode on it, to speak for people, no. um, we need to bring in someone who can better speak about it. And I would love to be able to do that. And I know we like, we're joking around on here all the time, like where are the sponsors of the big company to come help us? But what I want people to understand is that it's literally just us two working jobs also and raising families and doing a million other things and also doing this. And this is our passion. Yes. We love this. Yes. We're not going anywhere. No. But it's two people. And like, I literally don't know how with our new setup to add somebody else in. (laughs) We need an engineer. We do. Like, I don't even know how to have someone else. Like, we could send someone stuff to do sound clips or you and I could sit next to each other and share a mic and have someone else come. Right. But I just, I don't want people to think it's because we don't want to do that. No. It's literally just two little people here. And so I'll, I'll just say as like a promise to people. As soon as we have the means and ability, right, we will absolutely bring more people with it, like who can speak from actual life experience right. on these kinds of topics. Right, I would love to. And if you're listening and you know the perfect person to, well, a to get us a sponsorship, and well, yeah. <laughs> that. But if you know the perfect person that could come and speak, if you know a black woman mm-hmm. or a woman of color that could yeah. come and speak to us, yeah. Send us their name. Yeah. Even if we can't get it to happen right now, I want to learn all about them and I want to get ready for when we can. We'll shout them out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know a few people who I think would be great to come on and to talk about that. I Mm -hmm. think we just have to put some thought into like, what is that episode? Yeah. What is it about and what are we presenting and how do we do it Mm -hmm. really thoughtfully where it's about the other people speaking and not necessarily us. And I, I think we've kept our podcast in our lane in the sense that like, we talk about what we know. Right. And we talk about stuff that if it's not what we know, we bring in the element we do know. True. So making sure we do that responsibly as well. Right. I agree. Yeah. So I, I always want to be acting with integrity, but yeah. also with compassion and thoughtfulness. Yeah. Um, 
Always. That's always at the forefront. Yes. And we are aware of the, the issues she's bringing yeah, up. Yeah, and thank you for bringing them up. I, I wrote back to her and thanked her and yes. asked her if we could speak about it. Um, Absolutely. And she said yes. And I, I, more than she'll know, appreciate how yes. much, like the time she took, yeah. the thoughtfulness that she put into like writing to us and explaining it to us. And, and, and the kindness that she extended in giving like yeah. a bit of criticism. I, yeah. That... That's we always want to hear that. You don't even have to well, be that kind of. That's the criticism about it. I like is when you just say yeah. it when it's not an attack. When it's not like, oh, I'm going to go take your episode and share it on Telegram with all like and make everyone hate you. Like, I mean, that just gets us more listeners. Well, though, right, so you're boosting funny. our algorithm. Yeah. But like this, this feedback, we're saying like, you kind of sound like a dumb American, Jamie. Yeah. But like she was really nice about yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Absolutely. Call me out. Absolutely, and we'll discuss it. And listen, right. if you heard us discuss it and you have further thoughts, right tell us yeah. because this is this is a discussion and it's something that this particular issue especially as two people who call themselves feminists mm-hmm. the issue of making sure that the voices of women of color mm-hmm. of black women of bipoc everybody right also having a space like we would be so remiss if we weren't addressing that right agreed so we will always listen to that feedback mm-hmm. we will absolutely take that into account yep we will try to speak sometimes outside of just America. Yeah. I think we do. I think, we but could, I do I think we see where she's it. Sa- yeah, where no. she's saying it. I do too. I yeah. definitely do. Yeah. So we love that feedback. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Awesome. And thank you for all the feedback, all the emails. I'll do my best to get back to you. It might take a while. Yeah. But we are seeing it. We're hearing it. We love um, it. Yeah, we're noting all of the suggestions and the thoughts. Yeah. Oh, can um, I say something about something we get frequently? Yeah, what? Okay, well, first of all, Jamie teaches Reiki classes. Oh, we yeah. get emails about that all the time. Mm. You can ask Oh, yeah, you got to say this part. Yeah, I okay. know what you're going to say. So please, please keep sending about, about it, but we post about it, and Jamie posts on our Instagram when she has a Reiki, class. Reiki classes coming up. They're virtual, so you can do it from anywhere. My last Reiki class was all IgG listeners. I love that. I know they're all listening right now. So hello, yeah. ladies. I Shout know. out. Uh, thank you for your support. They're my Reiki 1 and they just did Reiki 2. Yeah. And they they were all in different time zones than I was. Amazing. I so, love that. I love that. I do too. Okay. So the other thing that we get asked is if we do, do sessions. private sessions. Yeah. We get asked if Heather does private sessions. Well, you do sometimes. Yeah. But I don't. I used to. Yeah. I did it for like over A 10 years. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was my every day. Yeah. I did coaching programs. I've done all of that. And I, I very much, I know my answer is no, but I just want to say that like, I appreciate that you would want to. Yes. Well, and I also will say to someone if they ask yeah, that most of the things that you teach yeah, are here in the podcast, are in the episodes. Yeah. Granted, it's not one-on-one. It's not like about your particular life experience. I know it's not the same thing as right. a session. Right. But I mean, I'm as someone who... That's how I met you. Yeah, right. Was was through your sessions. Right. So I, I understand like the impact and the powerfulness of a session with you. Sorry for, for everyone that didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to brag about it. <laughs> I know it's not exactly the same thing. Yeah. But like the concepts are here. Are in these episodes. I, I think it's if you had taken coaching programs of mine listening to the podcast every week, you're getting kind of what that content would be. Exactly. 
I would just like to say that what I do offer is that Jamie and I will come and speak. Yes, we get I did to go say to Phoenix too. recently. Yep. So if you have like, if you want to put together a small group, a large group, whatever of people, yep. and you have like a topic or things, we will speak, and in those can address yep. private issues. Yep. Just send us the stuff. It doesn't matter where you are. Jamie and I will fly to you. We, yep. We like to travel together. Mm-hmm. We're good at traveling together. Jamie is very patient. The fact that I go to bed really early. <laughs> You really do. It's like crazy. You really do go to bed early. Yeah. But (laughs) actually, you turn off the TVs because you're like, you need to go to sleep because it is so far past your bedtime. Well, you're trying to hang. I know. I'm like, like, I'm cool. Yeah. And you're like, you have a wall of pillows around you. Will you go to sleep? (laughs) But we, so we do travel and do that. So that is something we do. Yes. That is something I would love to do for you. And you can send us messages and we can, we can talk about how we do that. Yep. Um, so please feel free to do that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for asking if I do it. It's just not something I have time and space for anymore. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's ever spent an amount of time in their life doing one-on-one mm-hmm. sessions with like people's heavy stuff, I think would understand that there's an expiration date to being able to do that work in Agre- that way. Agreed. And it's also, this has such a, a podcast has such a further reach exactly that you can take those main concepts and get them out to more people and yes. help more people yes than one-on-one exactly um, not that one-on-ones aren't important they are they are and there are so many coaches out there that you could find that are reputable yes. um that can help you with that but yeah these these episodes are a good starting point i think so mm-hmm. and then if you want more get together a group of people yep Get like five or six people and then we'll come and we'll we'll work on it together. Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. All right. I I need coffee because my deep voice <laughs> is running out of, of energy. So can we go get some? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Hey everyone. Heather and I have an ask for you. If you love this episode or if you love the IGG, can you do us a favor? We need you to go onto whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.